Good morning. It's Memorial Day weekend 2020, and I'm bringing you this message on Sunday morning. Um, Many people going back to church today. A lot of states opening up uh, churches so that in light of the uh, coronavirus, we're able to gather a little bit more. It's good news, I think, that people are able to spend some time together at church. The church we have is still going to do an outdoor service, which I think is good. The leadership has decided it's the right thing to do to give people space, make people feel comfortable, and keep people safe. Um, But it is Memorial Day, and, uh, you know, as I check uh, social media this morning, I'm reminded by a lot of friends and family from my community of the um, number of guys that I've known or served with who have uh, served and sacrificed, who've died. Uh, And then my extended friendships, um, guys that I know who know other guys uh, who have uh, died, especially in the last 19 years that we've had um, where there's been combat going on somewhere in the world. It's it's pretty amazing that uh, for this extended period of time, We've known nothing but a world where there has been uh, military forces deployed somewhere uh, in some sort of combat role. And of course, with that, there always comes um, people laying down their lives. Um, But I just, I wanted to talk this morning about what it means uh, to lay down your life. Um, Probably one of the biggest things that is going to be shared on social media today or the television today or talked about in churches, uh, even talked about politically, is a verse out of uh, the book of John, out of chapter 15, which is verse 13. And um, many of you are probably already thinking to yourselves, I know exactly what he's going to say, but that verse goes like this, greater love has no one than this that someone laid down his life for his friends. And we see this verse used pretty regularly this time of year. We see it used Memorial Day, Veterans Day. Uh, You know, it's put on plaques. I'm sure it's on tombstones. Um, It's all over the place. And what does it really mean to us? And I think for the secular world, the secular world gets a glimpse of what service really is when they see someone die as a result of their service or die as a result of what they love. And I think we kind of miss some important points in this because there's so much more to what Jesus is talking about here in the book of John. And if you just go one verse further, when you go on from 13 into verse 14, Jesus says, you are my friends if you do what I command you. So there's an, there's an if part in here. So this isn't just about dying for a cause. This isn't just about dying for your country. And those are noble. Uh, and we can't take anything away from those causes. However, for the Christian, this is much more important than just dying for freedom or dying in service to your country or dying for the person that is next to you, um, even if it's heroic. This is really important. You are my friends if you do what I command you. 
So what did Jesus command us to do? He commanded us to love one another. When we go right back to verse 12, he's quoted as saying, Jesus quoted as a saying, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. And he had just got done talking about abiding in him, just about the vine and how we abide in the vine, which, you know, as a fruit, we, uh, uh, you know, we are fed by the vine. We get our nutrients from the vine. We produce good fruit because of that. Um, you know, uh, people who are abiding in him will produce good fruit and those that don't will not provide good fruit and they'll be, um, those branches will be gathered up and thrown into the fire. Um, Jesus is painting a picture for us here of what it's like to abide in him, to love one another as part of his family, as we've been commanded to do as brothers and sisters in Christ, about keeping his commandments and abiding in him in love. So what does it mean to abide? What does it mean to be in him? If you look at Greek, if you look in the the lexicon, uh, it's mene, which is to stay or remain in. In in English, if we look at the word abide, if we just look at, say, the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it's to bear patiently or to endure without yielding. So when we look at this, it's much more than to just believe in. It's belief in having a firm understanding of it is enduring uh, with Jesus in our faith. So it is loving people in all things, in all times. Our brothers and sisters, they come first to us. Um, and then, so this is the front side of laying down your life. And then there's kind of the, the back side of this, right? Um, Jesus goes on after this in verse 15 to say, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends. So he's juxtaposing this here. He's holding people up, not just as servants of his, but his friends. So he is calling himself a friend of ours. He laid down his life for us, of course, in full service, dying on the cross and taking our sin away. But he did so much more than that in his ministry. He walked with his disciples he taught them, he ate with them, he spoke with them, he shared his life story with them. He told them that he was God, which means he shared the truth with them. And in the truth comes things like hard truths, like rebuke and correction and getting people away from the law and moving people towards love, but also the right love, not just love that feels good, but love that has to do with salvation how do we get to God through Jesus? So there's a lot more to this love than just saying, I laid down my life, therefore I sacrificed my living being for a cause. This has to do so much more with how we live our lives as Christians as a result of our salvation because we believed in him. Um, you know, in verse 17, he goes right into, again, kind of pressing on the point, these things I command you so that you will love one another. So we need to abide in him. We need to endure with him. We need to be in him constantly. Now, here's kind of the, 
the part that changes things because I would encourage anybody that's looking at this particular chapter in John. First, I would encourage people to read the whole book because the book of John is a, is a fantastic book and is such an intimate picture of Jesus Christ. But the chapter itself and how important it is, that verse that we talked about, we're laying down our lives, is right in the middle of this chapter, you know, smack dab in the middle and bookended by a couple of really important points. First, about being in the vine. And then he's going to go on to talk about being, uh, or the hatred of the world. Verse 18, he says, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. So when we talk about laying our lives down, this is not a worldly uh, being held up as a hero type of sacrifice that is just done um, to please the masses. It's not some sort of um, statue that can replicate what a person looked like while they walked here on earth because they died in combat or died in service for their country. This has so much more to do with we were so different. We stood out so much because we loved each other that the world actually looks at us differently. And again, I want to, I want to point out it's a noble cause to die for your country it's noble to die for a cause, but just to remind you that there are also other ideologies and religions that die for their God and die for their cause or die for their ideology that are completely out of line. They, they die for things that matter not. So are we dying for, are we laying our lives down for, are we serving the truth? And that is really uh, the most important part here. So Christ has come to die for us. He is the ultimate sacrifice. So when we look to laying our lives down and sacrifice for something, it is more than just the temporal or the physical passing away of the body. It has to do with the whole picture. So are we reading our Bible? Are we believing? Are we studying? Are we loving our spouses, our children? Do we love our neighbors? Do we serve them? Do we share in the truth? Do we, um, are we bold enough to stay in the truth when it comes to the things that are hard because the world wants us to look at things a certain way? Um, and I bring these topics up not because I want to kind of ruin the Memorial Day story because we got a lot of uh, true heroes uh, in our country that have stood up for our freedoms, they are obviously heroes to me because I have respect for my brothers and sisters, especially those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice. But as believers, we need to be reminded at times that there's a bigger picture, and the bigger picture is Jesus Christ. And in this, when he tells us that greater love has no one than this, that someone should lay down his life for his friends, this is what we're called to do. We're called to love one another in a multitude of ways, love one another through the sin, through forgiveness, uh, through the truth. So I would just encourage you this weekend um, as you are remembering those who have passed and remember the sacrifices that 
some of our brothers and sisters have made over the years um, to live in the freest, um, most amazing experiment of a country that has ever stood on the planet Earth, that God has blessed amazingly with the freedoms that we have, the freedom to worship him, the freedom to, to prosper, is that we honor that by sharing the love of Christ with everybody, with our friends, with our neighbors, for those of you who are still in service, with the guys and gals who are working right next to you. Because uh, you heard that message when you didn't deserve it, and they deserve to hear it from you. So God bless you. Uh, Go forth this weekend and have uh, a good Memorial Day weekend. And uh, lift your glasses to those that have have served this great country. God bless you.